Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. And coming up today, we'll look ahead to the Madrid derby, but we're going to start with Champions League. And on a night when Real Madrid needed a performance of character, Zidane's team delivered as they dominated Borussia Mönchengladbach right from the start. Now, once again, the man who delivered when it was needed the most was Karim Benzema on a night when he equaled Roberto Carlos' appearance record. He also notched up his 256th and 257th goals for the club. Madrid needed a good start and they got it on eight minutes. The Estadio Alfredo Di Stefano, a temporary home, but the moment has come for Real Madrid to reassert their eternal authority. If it goes wrong tonight, the first time in 25 years that they won't have progressed. Here's Benzema and he's done it again, Karim Benzema. Just eight and a half minutes on the clock. On a special night for him, it could be a special goal. He draws level with Roberto Carlos on the all-time list of foreign stars playing for this great club. And what a time to get a goal like that. And then just after the half hour, Benzema struck again. This time the provider was Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Little deflection on the cross, takes it straight into Benzema's path, and Benzema's made it 2-0. Real Madrid roaring back in this Group B tonight. They have been way too good so far for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Real Madrid have bossed them from start to finish, and why did the rest of us ever doubt them? Well, after match, there was a mixture of relief and celebrations. Zidane called it a spectacular game. It was, he said, the most complete game of the season. He was asked why they don't play like this all the time. He said, I've been a player. He said, it is impossible to always play like this, but we do try. Hopefully on Saturday, we can continue to play like this. On his future, he said, I don't know how long I will be here. I don't think about it. I'm very lucky to be at this club. I've been here a long time in Spain and in Madrid. I want to continue for a bit. It was a very good night indeed for Karim Benzema. He said afterwards, we all came out strengthened. The coach Zidane and the players. This is the way we want to play. Plenty of praise heaped on Lucas Vasquez and Rodrigo after they impressed Asquith said after the game, the Milan game and this were very good indeed. We have shown what this team is capable of doing. Rodrigo, he said, is a great player and it is very easy to play alongside him because he understands football very well. He's also pointed out again that three of the most significant players at present, Vasquez, Modric and Ramos, still have not extended their contracts. All three could walk away for nothing next summer. Vasquez was questioned about it and he said, renewal is complicated. We will see what happens. I'm happy at Madrid, but sometimes it doesn't just depend on one party. Comments which, uh, on the face of it, look as if it's the club who are undecided whether to keep him or let him go. Elsewhere in the news, Paul Pogba's name continues to trend after those comments from his agent, Mino Raiola. Uh, Dimitar Berbatov was talking about him. He said uh, a move to Madrid for Pogba would be magnificent. He and Zidane played in the same position, so there is already this connection. There are only small details, but I'm sure Zidane could get the best out of Pogba. 
French media also talking in detail about Eduardo Camavinga, who has told Wren that he wants to leave next summer. He, remember, has just changed his agent and is now on the books of Gareth Bale's agent, which led some to speculate that any move to Madrid was now likely to be off the agenda. But the relationship between agent and Madrid has improved somewhat over recent months. Madrid have serious competition, though, from PSG, Bayern Munich and Manchester City. Also still being discussed in the media, both in France and indeed in Spain, were the comments made by El Khalifi over at PSG. He said that both Neymar and Mbappe have indicated a desire to stay at PSG and that he expects them to renew. Madrid, remember, have long been expected to be preparing a bid for Mbappe next summer. And if Mbappe does indeed sign, then that will switch attentions to Erling Haaland, of course, who is over at Borussia Dortmund. Time to move on then to the weekend's meeting with Atletico Madrid, who start the weekend top of La Liga and they remain the only unbeaten side in the league. Add to that... His outstanding defence, which has conceded just two goals in 10 games in La Liga. Madrid begin the day down in fourth, six points behind Atletico. But crucially, Atletico actually have a game in hand as well. Let's look at the tail of the tape, then the key statistics. Atletico played 10 games to Madrid's 11. They've scored 21 goals this season to Madrid's 17. 13.3 shots per game. Madrid have got slightly more there of 13.5. But both have exactly the same number of shots on target this season at 4.7. Discipline-wise, Atletico, 26 yellow cards this season to Real Madrid's 20. Neither have had a player sent off yet. Average possession per game of 54.24. Atletico, 56.6 for Real Madrid in terms of pass completion. Atletico slightly down on Real Madrid, 84.4 to 87.2. Uh, competition around the field, aerial balls won 14.8 for Atletico, only 10.9 for Real Madrid. Tackles per game, 14 for Atletico. Surprisingly, Real Madrid getting in more of 14.8. And opposition shots per game, 10.2 for Atletico and 10.8 for Real Madrid. Times they've been fouled, 11.5 Real Madrid, 10.8 for Atletico. And fouls given away, 12.1 by Real Madrid, 12.5 for Atletico. Who and what should we look at for them from Atletico this weekend? Eight different players have scored for them this season. It's a three-way battle at the top of the scoring charts, led by 21-year-old Jao Felix, who after a difficult time settling in last season when he moved from Benfica, is finally finding his feet. Five goals so far this season, only one short of last season's total. He's joined by Luis Suarez, who hasn't found the transition from Barcelona to taxing either. He's on five goals in seven appearances in La Liga this season and also performing well, former Madrid midfielder Marcos Llorente. And he too is adding goals to impressive midfield performances this season. He is on four goals this campaign, which is the highest number for a season in his career so far. Eight different players providing assists for all of these goals. Midfielder Angel Correa 
is the leading provider with five. Just behind him on three is Kieran Trippier. Uh, discipline, as we mentioned, quite a lot of yellow cards around Madrid. Uh, 26 in 10 games. And out of the squad of 22-17, have picked up at least one yellow card. Koke has picked up four. Now, we know scoring is not going to be easy for Real Madrid this weekend. All told, Atletico have played 17 games this season and they've recorded 10 clean sheets. Only two teams have scored against them this season in La Liga, Granada, and the last was Osasuna back on the 31st of October. Bit of team news today. Ferry Valverde is back in training with the squad for the first time since the injury picked up at the Mestalla, and also seen out training today with the ball, Eden Hazard and Odegaard working their way back to full fitness. It is going to be meeting number 202 between the Madrid rivals. Real Madrid holding a significant upper hand in this meeting. 104 wins overall, 47 draws and 50 losses since the first meeting between the two, which was back in 1929. Overall, 609 goals have been scored in this fixture. 350 for Real Madrid, 259 for Atletico. But at home in the last seven meetings, Real Madrid have won only one, losing three and drawing three. And that win was the 1-0 last season when Mondi provided the assist for Benzema's goal. Prior to that, he had to go back to December of 2012 when they won 2-0 when Ronaldo and Ozil scored the goals. And the goal totals have dried up recently as well. Ten goals only in the last seven fixtures here. The seven games prior to that, the total was 21 goals. And that run of three defeats for Real Madrid at home between 2013 and 2016 were the first they'd suffered this millennium. In terms of home nightmares in this fixture, well, their record score was set when Elenio Herrera's team came to the Bonabeo back in 1950 and they won by six goals to three. There were a couple of 4-0 wins for Atletico in the 1980s. Back in 1985, Hugo Sanchez, who of course would go on to score 190 goals in 252 appearances for Real Madrid, got one of his 58 at Atletico in this fixture. And in 1987, they repeated the feat 4-0. Uh, Cesar Menotti was in charge for Atletico then. Julio Salinas, Paolo Futre and Ufate were two for Atletico on that day. As for Real Madrid's biggest day of celebration, that was a 5-0 victory back in October of 1983. De Stefano was in charge. One of the goal scorers that day, uh, something of a legend of Feyenoord and Alkmaar, Johnny Method. Remember him? He also played for Nottingham Forest and Spurs. Overall then, Madrid's home record against Atletico in La Liga, 53 wins, 15 draws and 15 losses. Uh, Diego Simeone was asked about his views on Real Madrid ahead of this derby. He said Madrid is a great team with a coach who, when adversity strikes, manages to turn things around. I admire them because of this. Every year they are competing. It is not easy, but they are always there. Sentiments that I imagine would be mirrored if you asked Zidane about Simeone and Atletico. 
And that just about wraps it up then. Thank you very much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of the podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via any of the streaming providers. I'll be back next week. Remember, the Champions League draw is on Monday. We will review that in the next show. So... Do enjoy the game, wherever it is that you are watching it this weekend. It's been a great week so far. Let's hope it extends to the derby on Saturday night. From me, Tim Capel, then. Till next time. Bye-bye for now.